Introducing the Monte Cristo Cinquenta JR 50th. Celebrate our anniversary with this luxurious cigar now offered in the iconic Monte Cristo torpedo size. Only limited quantities are available, so celebrate 50 years of excellence with us right now only at JRCigars.com. Get ready for Smoke Night Live with Massa Sensei. It's Friday night. This is Smoke Night Live. We are hanging out with a, a full house, Jordan. A full oh my house. Gosh. If you look behind, you see Scott, you see Quinn, you see Matt. Your, your wife's name? Uh, my wife's name is <laughs> Tanya. Tanya. Sorry, Tanya. Babe, say, wave to the people. There baby. we go. We see you on camera right uh, now. That was, I, I can do uh, this, you know. That was really uh, <laughs> lame of me not to know that. Um, but right, we're, we're here with Risty Ristevsky from Just Some Crawl. How are you doing, my friend? Excellent, my friend. Excellent. It's a Friday night. Friday night herf on the dojo. I know you've been on the show a few times, but you've never been here, in studio. In-house, yeah. And I've been in Colorado a few times, and I'm finally in-house here. You are in-house. Yes. So uh, tonight we got all kinds of uh, questions for Risty. And if you're watching on Facebook, away. Uh, please, A, A, number one, Share the show to your own timeline. B, uh, sh- uh, if you have questions for Risty during the show, ask them on uh, Facebook, and uh, Jordan will try to throw them up on screen and get uh, Risty's take on whatever it is. He said he would literally answer anything. And if I said I don't want to talk about it, I won't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> we got some stuff. To hey, but if you share this show, let's do this. Uh, every person that shares their show tonight will be entered to win a box. I'll Boom. send it from the factory. Oh, Monday. my goodness. Start out right. All right. So now, Risty, this has happened before. It just got real. Not my it problem. just got real. Shit it's, got real. It's, it's, I can cuss, right? Yeah. Because yeah. that's how I normally talk. Yeah, you just talk the way you talk. It's right, uh, so it's good. TVM. It's, it's just a soft R. Capital to M. Talk oh. the way you are. We're we're we here. Used of course. to be PG thirteen, but we upgraded to <laughs> soft. Uh, Jordan, the uh, Wonder Boy producer. How are you, my friend? Uh, yeah. Just got back I from just Chicago. Got back from Chicago. How'd that go? Ate some a pizza pie. Yeah, you got some yeah. Giordano's. Giordano's. Uh, mm. A lot of just boring family conversation. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> now, sounds, sounds awesome. Jordan, the big news <laughs> before we get into the risky talk here is tomorrow, guys, is Cigar Barbecue. The 11th annual Cigar It's older than Cigar Dojo. Now, so here's the thing. If you guys are not familiar with Cigar Barbecue and you're wondering, like, how do I participate? I can't fly to Colorado to be at Dojo Studios to do Cigar Barbecue. You don't need to. You do Cigar Barbecue wherever you are, and you just use the Dojoverse.com app to participate. And if you share pictures of yourself smoking food, drinking some fine drink, and uh, smoking cigars, of hey, course. Hey, let's do that, too. Best barbecue smoke since I love to smoke fucking meat. I'll win a box, too. Wow, I'll, that's... I'll, I'll judge it. Boom. So two boxes. Two boxes. Uh, you can't go wrong there. And not only that, guys, uh, sometime tomorrow, probably around 2 p.m. Eastern or so, we're going to do a little live show, and uh, we're going to get Bob the Cigar Guy and Stephen Finley. They're going to be barbecuing. They're taking part 
in Cigar BQ. We're also going to get uh, Matt and Garrett from How About That Cigar. They're going to be barbecuing and participating in Cigar BQ. So we'll do a little live show, catch up with those guys, see what they're barbecuing <laughs> and whatnot. But Risty just said you can win. Your, your best slab of meat. I'll judge it. And yeah. If I like it, I'll send you a box. Now, uh, it also should be it should be noted that the cigar BQ is sponsored by Drew Estate. And if you if you also do great stuff, you can win a hand painted Pappy Van Winkle Yeti cooler uh, directly from the boys at Drew Estate. So now we've got all kinds of stuff going on. I might post that now, myself to win that. Now you're 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 saying for the best slab of meat. Yeah. I want to see uh, like a brisket, like a, a Show me a fucking pack. There's that cooler. There's that cooler. The that cooler's could, dope. That is a dope cooler. That's, that's, that's hand-painted by the Subculture Studios boys in Nicaragua. Post or pre-dressing? I mean, it's got to be post. There you go. It's got to be post, I would assume. But anyways, so Cigar BQ all day long. Just have some fun. There's a playlist, our Cigar BQ playlist. It's, uh, it's, it's stuck to the top of the Dojoverse timeline. So if you want to add some songs, and we can I, all, I it's a collaborative playlist. We can all listen to the same playlist tomorrow throughout the day, which will be a ton of fun. So add your pick or two, something that's, uh, uh, you know, what would you listen to, Risty, if you were, if you were grilling? Like, what kind of music uh, would you jam to? Depends what I'm drinking, but uh, I like classic rock, like Zeppelin, but then I also can turn into classic 90s hip-hop. Biggie, uh, KRS-One, E-40, old school. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I, I'll jam out to, you know, my, my country, you know, like, you know, Macedonian music, Serbian music, Euro trash, they call it. What's, what is Macedonian music like? Is it, is it... Uh, it's just uh, words you can't understand. Is it, I, 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 yeah. kind of like that. <laughs> no, not like that. <laughs> no, no. Yodeling? We're, that not, was, we're not killing goats. Like that, that was <laughs> really rude of me. <laughs> it's hard. Yeah. I feel profiled. I was <laughs> trying. I wasn't trying to be disrespectful. I was literally thinking in my head, like, what it might sound like. Uh, anyways, uh, by the way, the other contest that's going on at the same time, simultaneously, is the uh, Take 5 contest, which we started yesterday. All you had to do was uh, reply to my post that I put on the Dojoverse. Many, there's been 200 or so uh, folks entered. You get this uh, quickie five pack. You get I'll sponsor a five pack on that too. Oh so. my gosh! We that, can't beat Risty. Risty, no, man, I don't fuck let around, me, dude. You let me have a win. <laughs> not, 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 not on my show. Uh, so <laughs> now there'll be two winners, and I'll have to let Risty know. So Risty, I'll get you names and addresses. That's three. There'll people. be two winners. Are you gonna? You said no, right. you have two, right? So we have. We have one here, five pack. Uh, I'll do one. Best slab of meat. I'll do best slab of meat. And then box. share the show. Share the show a box, and then I'll do and then you five just pack. You okay. did another right. one. So that's three, right? Two two boxes and a five pack. Right, right, right. That's three people from my humidor. Three uh, from his personal so humidor. You, you you might get some vintage Cubans in there. Patrick Larkin <laughs> shared the show twice, just in case. You only get one. I don't know what that for means, sure. but one entry per person. <laughs> now speaking of the barbecue itself, though, I asked you about the music, mm-hmm. but. What would you be cooking? Like I know you're you are uh, you're into this. Like this oh yeah, I love this. Uh, I do wagyu briskets, uh, oh. p- piccatas, pinchadas, whatever the fuck they call them. Uh, hangers, butcher cuts, uh, Australian wagyu steaks, T-bones. Uh, and any if it if it's got four feet and it walks, I'll grill it. <laughs> okay, I'll try it. <laughs> what if it only has two feet? Is that you still? Uh, yeah, we'll still try it out. Two yeah, feet. Now, uh, before we get into the show, uh, Risty, I'm going to, for the first time, 
Uh, I've never smoked the nugs. Oh, f- f- about fucking dying. And, and especially just going straight up to the hundred. I'm not even jacking around with the So 20. probably in 45 minutes, I'll take over the show. <laughs> no. No, he's fine. No. He's fine. Tell us about the nugs real quick while I'm lighting this up. This so is uh, CBD. It's not. It's CBD cigar. Uh, but it's premium tobacco. If I took the band off that cigar, you probably wouldn't even notice there's anything altering the tobacco flavor. Uh, that is something we developed here in Colorado. I know when I talked to you a few years ago, I was like, you know, I, I was looking at, you know, give, get maybe property, do a house of nugs mm-hmm. out here. Uh, the nugs house of nugs. House of nugs, you yeah. know. It is doing extremely well, that cigar. Uh, the numbers on that cigar, if I told you what the numbers are, other brands wouldn't fucking believe it because they're like, there's no way that guy's doing that. But that cigar sells. And the most selling cigar in that nug is 100 milligram. It's $24 retail. So when a cigar shop comes up to me and is like, what's your best-selling cigar? They're expecting me to tell them, like, the toothpick, my cheapest one. But I tell them, my, my best-selling cigar is my $24 MSRP cigar. And they're like, no, get the fuck out of here. There's no way I can sell a $24 cigar. What happens is they order one box. Before that box gets there, they call me, hey, man, I need five more. Before those five get there, hey, I need ten more. So that, that cigar came out the bat crushing and it's consistent. That's the most rolling cigar I do. So, what should a, uh, a cigar smoker expect? So it's been uh, from it, smoking the cigar. Uh, it's been dubbed the AM and PM of like Nyquil of cigars. The twenties, like the AM, the hundred. I tell people, enjoy it the last night, the last cigar of the night. You want to sleep great, and I literally wake up with messages. Hey. I've never slept this good in my life. Mm. And all I did was a smoking nug. Or, hey, I've been smoking nugs this whole week, and I took a week off, and I can tell my body's more in pain when I stop smoking. Now, I have a, I have a bad uh, rotator cuff. It's not going to make you pitch better. Uh, <laughs> Will it make me play hockey better? What about cornhole? <laughs> cornhole, maybe. Cornhole, maybe. Now, you do, so the, the, two, the 100 is on the Maduro. Correct. Is there a reason why you don't have, like, 100 for each blend and a 20 for each blend? Or uh, does the Maduro just play better with that higher amount? That I don't want to talk about. Mm. Oh, so please do talk about that. Uh, <laughs> maybe next time I'm on the show. <laughs> no, there, there's a reason why uh, I do more solution in the Maduro. Okay. I'll say it's, uh, you can, you know, the Habano is a very thinner wrapper, but the Maduro can be more absorbed. So. It can handle and that it, extra. It, it, it okay. muddles down the profile of the CBD. Now, the CBD, is this an oil that you somehow vaporize? Definitely can't talk about that. And so you vaporize it. You and then <laughs> if, if anyone listening, you can call my lawyer and we can discuss it. We'll just make up what we think Yeah, it I'll does. just make it up. Yeah, so uh, you, There's you, been other companies that tried it and they've all failed. There's giant tubs of CBD and you just dip them in there. Yeah, I, I crush it like wine with my feet, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, Jordan, guys, the new cutter, the Dojo Cutter, is back in stock. Uh, sold out in four hours when we first brought it out. Now it's back in stock, so if you want to get the new Dojo Cutter, oh, it's the Zycar XI2, boom, boom. Go to the Dojo uh, website, click the merch button. You can get yourself one before they sell out once again. Uh, super cool cutter. Uh, it looks just amazing. You'll be the talk of the humidor, Jordan. Talk of the Thing lounge. Is sexy as so, uh, Patrick Larkin, some pancada. I just ordered some pancada, so I'll add you to a group where I buy my meat. My wife literally, it's like, you just ordered more fucking meat. <laughs> I have it overnighted from California. Now, I, I, I do taste something in here. 
So in, you have the 100. You, yeah. What the CBD does, it kind of makes the floral note more mm. ample. It, it gives depth to the flavor. I will tell now, you this. I will tell you this, Risty. Uh, I was uh, taking some CBD oil because mm-hmm. I was having a really hard time with my knees, my mm-hmm. knee joints. So like every morning... I would take the CBD oil, and it tasted horrible. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just, I had everything I could do just to get it down, yeah. right? And that's one of the reasons that I knew that I had COVID back in November, because one day I took it. You didn't taste shit. I, all I could taste was, it was just like oil in my mouth. I didn't taste anything. Yeah. But what the point of what I'm telling you is, I don't taste that bitter, harsh yes. note in CBD, this at all. CDB, CBD in natural is super bitter. Like, if... I, I can feel it in my stomach, you know, CBD. And a lot of people, they say the bitterness. So what I would tell you is stop taking your oil, smoke a 20 on the way to work wherever you're going. Have you ever smelled dandelions? I, uh, that's a little <laughs> bit uh, what I can taste here. A little bit of a dandelion. Oh, that's that's I've heard worse. I mean, I've, I've heard someone that's, taste a cat piss in that. There's, yeah, there's some sweet. Yeah, I can get a little <laughs> bit of that maybe. And not in a bad when way. When you have cat piss? Not in a bad way. Well, you smell it. You don't. You know, when have I eaten leather? But I can, you know, I taste that in a cigar. You've never, right? licked, a, you've never licked a baseball glove? Oh, yeah, all well, the time. So you've, ta- you've tasted leather. Yeah, all the time. By the way, what would you, how would you, what do you classify the beard as? What is that style? I will tell you an awesome fucking story right now. I was just in Oklahoma doing an event with uh, Poor House Cigars, right? And I called a taxi cab at 4 in the morning to pick me up. Taxi cab pulls up, and he's from Persia, right? But his lights in his car don't work, so he... I don't see him. He doesn't see me, right? We talked for 45 minutes on the way to the airport. Turns on the lights. He turned, and we had an awesome conversation. The best comment, he goes, listen, my country's so pure, you can spit on it, a human will grow in Persia. (laughs) That was awesome, right? He turns the lights on, he turns around, he goes, my friend, your beard, amazing. I was like, "Thank you, man." Uh, The beard is just a beard, you know. It's just there's no there's no name for it. The the uh no, there's not. I mean, I shaved it once and. I almost, my wife almost left me at that time. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't recognize me. Am I wrong or right? I haven't shaved this thing in, what, 12, 13 years? I just trim it out. You just trim it out? Yeah, it, it hides the second or the third chin point around back. <laughs> now, you're a proud Macedonian. 100%. And um, what can you tell us about Macedonia? What are, the, what are the people like? What's the country like? What sort of a... Uh, honestly, it's probably the most generous and nicest people I've met mm. until... I mean, I, it's a subject I could talk hours on. Very, I'm very family-oriented, Macedonian. You know, uh, I teach my kids right and wrong. Uh, oh, that's I, not right. I, I'm more of a guy that's uh, death before dishonor. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we're very loyal people. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm a very loyal manufacturer. I work with uh, some shops where, you know, I refuse. they refuse to go anywhere else because I, I, I won't bullshit you i'll tell you this is how it is that's how it is you know do you feel that when so so i sort of feel like i'm that way right like when somebody asks me uh a moral question or something and i tend to answer it the instead of the you know sort of the pc way to get along but sometimes that can cause you know issues do you find sometimes that your your honesty and your no not at all i mean I, i come from one of the poorest villages in my family we, we, uh, I'm first generation born here. My dad came to Gary, Indiana, and washed dishes. That's how he supported his family. So we're super, I'm the first one at work still, and I'm probably the last one that leaves too. Mm-hmm. You know, so we're super hardworking people. 
people think everything's handed to us, but it's not. We, we work. I, I get my work ethic from my dad. I, I only saw my dad when he came home from work. Five minutes, he went to bed, repeat, for like 20 years. So I just grew up. That's just how it was. You work, you get up, and you have a purpose in life. You go work. You do something. You just don't sit around. So it's like, this is the reason why, if, when you, if you get to know me in depth, I have multiple companies. I don't just do cigars. I still do IT for the government, for, like, as a job. My wife's like, why haven't you left? Like, you don't have to go there no more. But I just love IT. I love projects. I love complexity. I love, you know, problems. You know, so I do, a, like, I could retire, but I, I choose not to. Do you get back to Macedonia at, uh, at all? Or? Last time I was there, it was for my wife's sister's wedding. And uh, it's kind of a weird thing. I got caught with uh, live ammunition in Turkey. almost went to jail in Turkey, which is... What? Oh, hey. What? What was that, what was that movie? Uh, Midnight Run? Or was that what it no, was, was called? No, it was, it was uh, Something Express. Oh, yeah. Midnight Express. Yeah. So I literally thought, like, so I, I can tell you the story. Uh, some people know it. So what happened was I went through Chicago, right? And, uh, it always starts with going through Chicago. Well, was, uh, so Jordan's went through Chicago, and he knows they want us to hug, I think. Hug? Was it hug? Come in a towards me just oh, a little okay. bit. There we go. There we so, go. Productions. People want to see your, your, your beard and your face. They love it. <laughs> so I, so you go through Chicago. Right. You so the, the, the line in Chicago is the length of this table, right? Security table, right? You put your baggage up. I go through just fine. I landed in Istanbul, Turkey at like 2 p.m., was it, babe? 2 something like Istanbul, that. Istanbul, right? that's exactly where Midnight Express was. So, I'm, I, so my beard is twice as big now. <laughs> I have all my gold on. I have all my jewelry on. And my wife's bag goes through. My bag goes through. But I thought my bag came through. And the machine just like, Uh-oh. And I literally go to my wife like this. I go, this, in Macedonia, I go, this, this, this lady behind me is fucked. <laughs> Not knowing I'm fucked, right? So I look up, and this dude's screaming, holding his finger like this across the table, with his table right here. I go to my wife. I'm like, what's wrong with this guy's finger? As he's doing that, I see the Turkish army coming out. Uh-oh. In the back. I'm like, holy shit, I'm fucked. You know, in Macedonia, right? Now what happens is all the security things turn off, and there's probably a 1,000 people right now, right? And the lady behind me screaming, oh, my God, I've been on the same plane with this terrorist. I'm like, holy <laughs> shit. Right? So what happened was uh, he checked my stuff, my carry-on, and he ended up finding a live 45 caliber round. Oh, jeez, dude. Yeah, no. I was, at, at that time, I not told, good. At that time, my wife will tell you, at that time, I was like, hey, this is the last time I'm going to fucking see you. I'm going to jail yeah. in Turkey. But a dude walked over, young cat, and he's like, listen, we watched you on camera. And we knew you had no clue what was in your bag. And I was like, I had, I go, my mom packed my bag, bro. I was working 16-hour days. I'm literally going to Macedonia from Wednesday, and I'm back at work on Monday. So two days of travel just to go across seas. He's like, if you had one more bullet on you, he goes, you'd be in jail right now in Turkey. And the only thing that was going through my head is, like, my arm's getting chopped <laughs> off, and I'm going to have to fight a bunch of Turkish Jews in fucking prison. So that's the only thing that was going on. But they let me go. Wow, dude, you lucked out big time. Uh, dude, and the, the funny thing was, so, like, when they stopped me, no one... So if you, when you ever go to Turkey, if you've ever been to Istanbul, uh, TSA clearance is all on the first floor. When you go upstairs, it's, you know, all the shops and everything. So no one went upstairs for about 15 minutes. Everyone saw what happened, right? So they finally let me go upstairs. I would go sit down. Six people would get up and walk away. Like, I was a walking oh. terrorist. They were literally watching me the whole time. So uh, it was interesting. But that took, I just got TSA 
preached at since then, and it's taken so long. Wow. Because everywhere I go, I, get, I literally get searched everywhere I go. You know, the, so, the exact same thing happened to me at DIA. I went through the thing where I put my hands up. I had a Kleenex in my pocket. Boom. They, uh, I was, they were all over me, Jordan. Just, just, just tackled me in the middle of the airport. Uh, who is the biggest rival of Macedonia? Like, if you, like, what other country is a rival uh, of Macedonia? I'm going to get some shit for this thing, but I'm going to say Greece because they think Alexander the Greek was Greek, but he's not. He's really Macedonian. So the, so the Greeks, are they, are they sort of like, uh, you know, they, they talk have, trash to you when you... No, I mean, I have really good friends that are Greek, you know, but we... I mean, we'll sit there drunk and be like, oh, fuck your country, fuck your country, you know, shit yeah. like that. So, so it's a friendly <laughs> rivalry. Yeah, exactly. It's a We're friendly. Not killing it's not, they're not like it's racist against each like other. It's like a Cuba, Puerto, Rica, Puerto yeah. Rico kind of situation. All right, um, Jordan, um, did you have an audience question you were going to show or something? Or Sorry. No, I was I trying to get you, you guys to scoot closer together for like an hour. Again? We, if we no, got any closer, you'd be on my lap. <laughs> No, that was the original thing. All right, so let's talk some cigars, uh, Risty, okay. uh, before we get into the goofy stuff. Okay. Um, a couple years ago, uh, Tyrannical Buck was our num- number eight cigar of the year. Fantastic cigar. I p- personally love the Connecticut. Yeah, the 4x48, I think oh, it was, right? Oh, yeah, it was yeah, it's a fantastic cigar. Now, the Buck part of that, that's your nickname. Yeah. Uh, how did that come to be? Oh, uh, so the, uh, so the truth, I got Buck fucking teeth, right? So Not too a- bad. It's pretty bad. If you scoot in closer, you would well, see. Well, maybe on sexy bad. cam. But, uh, oh, there so they are. <laughs> there are those teeth. So I got buck teeth, right? And there's another Macedonian guy. At that time, and this is old. Okay. I'm talking when Bucky O'Hare, the cartoon, or the NES game came out. <laughs> so he, he's like, you got buck teeth like Bucky O'Hare. So he called me Buck. So my name stuck okay. as the original Buck. So that's your nickname, and you decided. Why did you decide to pick that cigar to be uh, that name? Tyrannical was, Buck. Was there so, something about it? That so when I was working on that cigar, Facebook made me change my name because Buck's not my last name. So my my Facebook name at the time was Risty Buck. Mm. They made me change it. So I've told this story before. If you look at my name, it's misspelled wrong because when Facebook asked me to change it, it was three a.m. at the fucking bar, and I'm drunk, <laughs> and I misspelled my own last name, and I can't change it back because it's, it's, it's like, like uh, a key or something. something like that. You just can't Google me on that, so right. it's all good. All right, so that cigar is a phenomenal cigar, and I would recommend. And you're smoking it right now. Yeah, I'm smoking the, the forty ring. Phenomenal, yeah. phenomenal. Uh, if you haven't had any uh, JSK stuff uh, before. Uh, let me personally recommend that particular cigar to start with. Connecticut's amazing. You know, the cool thing about that cigar, Risty, and I, I think we mentioned this to you at the time, not only that, but you were our man of the year that year. Yeah, man. I, because you were, you, we saw... Innovating. Thank you. I, every time I see you, thank you for that. We that saw so you as innovating, you know, the, the, the industry. Like, there yeah. was something about what you were doing that was genius. One thing for sure was that you patented everything. Yeah, I'm not stupid. Which was absolutely <laughs> genius. But it was adding something that was seemed to us that was an obvious it was hole in the industry. It, yeah, it was, it, but it was forecoming in general. It was, you know, it's like I have a CBD company. I'm capable of combining both. Why not do it? Why not do it right? Right. You know? And that's something that you've talked uh, a lot about uh, just personally between us, you know, here in studios, is is doing it right. And there have been other companies that have, Mm-hmm. Tried to do it even though you've got it patented, but they have a hard time doing 
doing it. So tell us exactly how you do it, so we know. It, no, uh, but but no, do, do talk. Do talk a little bit about the fact that there has to. It has to be done right, or it it's not going to be it's, something yeah, that's. It, uh, if you come to a point when you decide, like, okay, I got to invest more money into this to make it scalable. And I came to that point, and I I saw, I didn't create that cigar because CBD was popular, right? One of the, the Dee Pittman. She's on here. I saw her comment. Oh, yeah. She gave it the best fucking review I've ever said. I literally sent it to my wife. I go, this is a real review. This is why I did it. It really helps someone in the morning. It really helps someone at night. I wasn't doing it just to a shtick cigar, say, oh, I put CBD in it, taste it. Um, right. When you get to know me, I don't give a shit about sales. I don't care about sales. I don't, I don't factor my company. But it does feel good a little bit. It, it does, but I, I don't <laughs> drive my cigar company for sales. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm not going to release something I'm not going to smoke. Sure. I'm not going to release a size I don't smoke. I wasn't going to release a CBD cigar where it was like a flavored cigar. It was like wet or, you know, smoke it, light it, smoke it, light it. Because, you know, it, I wasn't going to do that. And I got to the point in developing that cigar where I'm just like, you know, it's, it might not work, but... I work with some really good people in this state who are really good. Uh, we just had lunch with them uh, who do, like, marijuana and CBD rights for autistic kids and stuff like that. So, mm. And the coolest thing was, like, hey, man, I'm in CBD. I don't know nothing about tobacco. He's telling me that. So you're bringing something new to the table in my world, and I'm bringing him to the tobacco world. So I told him, like, we're both front runners on this. So, And my patent with him... I told him, if I patent this, you are 50% owner of it. So we both went at it. We're both smart guys, and we just figured it out. Okay, so Mar uh, Mark Burns asks, how many failed attempts did you have? Oh, over 100. Over 100? Over 100. Wow. I, I have literally, in my walk-in humidor, I have one section of my humidor. There's, like, Red Knights. There's Tyrannical Bucks. There's Crawlets. There's uh, Zlatno Sonsu. There's Cerno Knox with CBD in it. All, all different tests. So it... I developed the process first, and then I developed the blend for it. Now, wouldn't you say, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems to me that maybe you have the advantage in this innovation because you, you come from the premium cigar world, so you know what a good... Fla know, good flavors should taste I like. I should know what a premium cigar tastes Whereas like. Whereas maybe somebody that came just from CBD you know, into the tobacco world, they, they don't understand what the you know the yeah, premium no, no, cigar I, smoker I, is going to want. I, I've rejected uh, white label projects with people who don't know tobacco but are in that world you're talking about CBD and marijuana. When I explain to them like yo, what you want to do is not going to taste right because coming from my world, it's just no one's going to buy it. Right, they're picky. They wouldn't. They, they couldn't understand it. Like, well, I'm just putting it in there. I was like, well, yeah, you're putting it in there, but people from my world are not are not going to enjoy it. They don't right. have, no matter what you charge or how good you say it's going to be. Shit tobacco, shit tobacco. I don't care when people say, oh, uh, the cigar tastes bad, I'm going to let it sit for six, eight months, or five years. Well, that shitty cigar in five years is going to be a five-year-old shitty cigar. <laughs> right. I don't care what, you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> if you say, oh, the draw's bad, or it's constructed wrong, it's got to rest, you know, the, I'm going to get shit for this, the whole Cuban thing. I tell people, if you get a Cuban cigar that smokes great, tastes great, it's really Nicaraguan cigar. <laughs> uh, but like, they, they say Cuba is Cuba. Oh, I got a bad draw. Let, let me just let it sit for five years. Well, your bad draw for Cuban cigar is going to draw five years bad from now. Right. It is what it is. You know, it's just like 
there's a way we make the nugs where it's constructed a specific way. Well, and also, Risty, it's... It, it should be said that while this might help you in the morning or it might help you at night, yeah, yeah. ultimately, th- the first thing has to be it's an enjoyable cigar, right? I mean, I'm not going to tell you to smoke a 20 milligram on the way to work, a shitty cigar, and you're a cigar smoker, right? and it just doesn't taste good. You're not going to enjoy your on your ride the way to work. Right. You're just going to be pissed off at work. You smoke a <laughs> right, exactly. it. I mean, it is what it is. You know? So mm-hmm. that was the biggest thing. I wanted to make a blend that can complement the CBD, but also be a premium cigar. People that smoke cigars can get the nuances. And first-time smokers, the Habano is a good entry cigar to tobacco, I think, too, because it's light to medium for me, more light. But it is a blend that can be enjoyed by connoisseurs, long-time smokers. You get good you know, notes, florals out of it. But even as a newcomer, it's not strong. It's not going to kick you in the dick. It's not, you're not going to be like, oh, fuck Ouch. cigars. That, that's what happens with a lot of people. Like, my biggest pet peeve is, like, I'm in cigar shops I want to be in. I'm not in cigar shops that call me to be in it, right? Mm. Because I study the way you sell. So, like, if a guy comes in your shop, never smokes cigars, and you're like, oh, try this 1926 Padron. Me and you damn well that he's never going to smoke cigars after he smokes that Padron because he's going to kick him in the fucking dick that night. I can't work with a guy like that, you know, because that guy's thinking margins and numbers. I'm not thinking margins and numbers. I look at my margins and numbers as long-term customers. So if I tell you how it is from the beginning and I don't bullshit you, I, I know you'll be a repeat customer of JSK. Right. Uh, let's take our commercial break. Jordan, uh, this is, by the way, I don't think I even said this at the beginning of the show. This is episode 291. Now, Jordan, we have to be super oh, careful. So we're giving Risty a full... We're giving Risty a full number. A full number, yeah. Because, Risty, the, our goal is that episode 300 uh-huh. will be the Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival... Thursday night. Well, now, that's great. the end of August. Yeah. It's the beginning of June, and we're at episode 291. So we've been saying, all right, so some of these are going to have to be like 291B, 291C. You're getting a full number, dude. This cool. is, it's just like <laughs> this your is legit. It's like, like your exits. It's like 210A, B, and right, C. Right, exactly. Yeah, so so cool. you get the full right. number. But this show, that. folks, is sponsored by JR Cigars, one of the world's largest online cigar stores. JR's inventory ranges from everyday bundled cigars to incredibly high-end boxes, plus a large selection of cigar accessories. This year, Risty, listen to this. Let me hear it. JR Cigar is celebrating 50th anniversary. That's pretty fucking That's cool. amazing, right? They're legit, dude. They are legit. Uh, they like will be this? celebrating all year long with amazing promotions, contests, sweepstakes, and several limited edition projects with some of your favorite manufacturers. Join JR in celebrating 50 years of excellence and stock up on your favorite cigars today. Thank you to JR Cigars for continuing to sponsor Smoke Night Live. This is episode 291. We're sitting here with Risty Rostevsky of uh, Jossum Crawl Cigars, now talking is, nugs and isn't it such. Jossum Crawl. Yes. Jossum right. Crawl. I always have to correct him on these I, things. Here's the thing, Risty. I can pr- I can practice all day long on you something. You still fuck it up. But as soon as the show starts, I will say it wrong. I guarantee that's so, sort of my shtick. It's a good stick to have. <laughs> I think we need a check-in on how Sensei, how you're handling the old. Yes. All right. So let me uh, let me take another. So there there is this strange flavor that I can't totally so, put my finger on. So I should have brought you the Nuggets. So I did the Nuggets because I have a lot of uh, 
customers and followers and friends that are uh, federal employees. So they can't have They that. can't have it. So they ask me all the time, like, I would really love to try that Nug cigar mm. with no CBD. So that's why I just released the Nugless. The Maduro is no CBD and the Habano, no CBD. It, when you smoke them back to back, you you get a little difference, but nothing like what I've seen other brands do. Now, like, what factory are these coming out of? Uh, tobacco Runyal at Egon. And then uh, you, he's my partner in crime. And then you bring them in to the states. Yes, so this into is, Colorado. Yes, uh, and we bring them. In, I bring them into the U.S. I import them, pay all the bullshit fucking taxes, FDA bullshit, all that crap. And then I bring them into Colorado, and I call it. We nug them in Colorado, and we send them back out to customers. All right. Yeah. So then you would you you box them them here and whatnot, and sell them. Yeah. So and the, all that. the whole process, I developed the process. Uh, so when I first started this. Uh, I'll give you some numbers, and these numbers are false just because I don't want to tell people real numbers. <laughs> so they're false. Uh, well, there's people out here in this industry that are shitbags, and I will say it. There are shitbags in this fucking industry that will... Like, I got a phone call from a guy who goes, hey, I'm, in, I'm sitting in Dominican right now, and this guy just cut open a red night, and they're trying to replicate your brand. Hmm. I go, well, first tell him he's in the wrong fucking country. There's no <laughs> yeah. Dominican tobacco in red night. But there are people in this industry who have been trying to replicate that cigar. So uh, I developed a process to where... I can do like 20,000 of those a day versus the original process was like maybe a thousand. So I developed the, the box that ships in is patented. The pot, the box you see at the store is patented. The way that cigar is constructed is patented. The way the solution is absorbed is patented. Hmm. So the, I have a multi-step process or multi-step patent one patent. Now, how did you come up with that process? I'm trial and error. Man. Yeah. I just went out and did it. Went out and did it. And that's the biggest. That's the biggest. Uh, I'm not gonna say problem, but that's the biggest fear a lot of people have. Just go out, fucking do it. Mm. You will fail, but if you can't execute on your failure, you're not doing nothing. Now, so there is also a THC yeah, version. Yes, yeah, it sounds like fucking crack, like New Jack City <laughs> shit, man. Let's let's crack. hear a little bit that's about the best this. analogy. So it's uh, it's the exact same process as the CBD. So I own a patent of the combination of tobacco with any cannabinoid from the marijuana plant, right? So I, I'm like, fuck it. Like, let me try a THC cigar. Let me see if I can get high off a THC cigar. A lot of people say it can't be done. It's been done, and it sells phenomenal. Only so in certain doing, states. So How many states can you sell that in now? Uh, every single state, and I can't talk about why I can't sell in every t- single state because mm. there's a loophole. Oh. Right? So I sell that in every state, but the problem Does is it have to do with the Turkish prison? No. No, okay. No, I'm far from that. <laughs> Not going back to Europe for a while. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what it is is, so I had this discussion with the, uh, my top 10 shops, and uh, this is the problem, especially in Colorado. Uh, weed store can't have tobacco in the weed store, and a tobacco store can't have marijuana in a tobacco store. So that cigar is a problem. Uh, I can legally sell it in all 52 states. I sell it direct to consumer, and as the only cigar I do direct to consumers, because if I sell that cigar to, let's say, a guy in Florida, right, and someone's, oh, this guy is selling a marijuana cigar, it gets you high. Legally, he'll win a court battle, but he will lose his license during that court battle. So I'm not going to jeopardize a shop to lose their tobacco license for that. So we, I came, I, I didn't want to release that cigar, and you know. I've seen some brands kicked out of stores, like, oh, so-and-so's selling direct-to-consumer now. Fuck him. I'm not selling this cigar in my shop anymore. So I had a consensus with a bunch of store owners. 
Because a lot of stores wanted that cigar. I go, I can sell you that cigar, but they'll throw you in jail first, but then you'll win the court case. But the problem is you will lose your tobacco license. So why, you know, this is like, why would you risk one skew for a thousand you sell? Right. So I sell that direct. All right. So uh, based on, uh, we all know the, you know, FDA battles that we yeah, fight yeah. along the way. There's not a lot of, there's people that say they fight them, there's like, but they don't. And, but we know of the, of the battle and, um. Would you say, uh, just a direct question here, yeah, go ahead. would you say that what you're doing is beneficial or not beneficial to the cigar industry as a whole? Innovative is beneficial. And uh, I will drop a name. Pete Johnson did say that. It is innovative what I'm doing. But for the process, it's not. But I don't give a fuck because someone else is going to do it. Like right now, if you look at the FDA, FDA finally told you what a cigar is. A nug, CBD, and TC is not considered a cigar. So I will tell all my customers this now. If nothing changes, you might have to go on the black market after September 8th to get my CBD cigar and my THC cigar because there's no way I can do a, a SC process to get it through because my cigar is not considered a cigar. I can't compare it to a cigar. There's no other cigar I've in the market that's like this. Mm. So I created something. And here's the fucked up thing about the FDA, and no one talks about it. I'm paying FDA fees to put myself out of business. No one will tell you that. But the cigar industry, for two years, has been paying to put themselves out of fucking business. Why pay the fee? Well, you're going to get fined. They're using that money to fight against us. So they finally said, what was a cigar? So everyone says, you know, I'm grateful. I'm even here talking to you. I have a brand. I have, you know different skews, different blends that the FDA sees now that is a cigar. But I have two blends that are not considered a cigar now. So I paid to put myself out of business on two skews. Hmm. That's pretty fucked up, right? That's, that's government for you. <laughs> you know, for, I just had a discussion. <laughs> like, Government will do anything they can to sway your vote to fuck you at the end to put plenty of money in their pocket. And that's what happened with my nugget. My nugs, in general... After September 8th this year, is considered not a cigar. So I have to come up with a way to sell it to you. So that's why I said, like, fuck the FDA. I've been saying that from day one. And then you came out with a cigar. And it's a great fucking cigar, too. I just released one in a 5x50 Maduro uh, Robusto. It's phenomenal. And I got shit for that. So who 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 gives Phenomenal. you who gives you pushback on that? Oh, I mean, I don't. Oh, you don't need bro. to say. You don't need to say exact names. No, I don't names. give a fuck. Dude, yeah, but, I don't but, give a yeah, fuck. You can. But, so, but like, you could if you I, wanted. I, I got so TPE right. Yeah. I got a phone call before TPE a week before I show up TPE. This they'll verify this, uh, Mr. Rostesky. We've had multiple people from the cigar industry call us. They're lawyers and brand owners. They do not want you at the show. Wow, really? Even with all the other product there? I mean, Everything. at TPE? They're, on like, the blue I'm carpet? Like, I'm like, why? Yeah, like you said in the interview we did, I can do red carpet, I can do blue carpet. I can do either or. I'm, I'm that versatile. And I'm like, why? And they're like, well, you know, you have a cigar that's releasing a TPE called Fuck the FDA. And mm, okay, so it was that oh. cigar. So there was a group of shitbags in, in this industry. That's the technical and term. I don't give a, when I tell you this, I don't give a fuck about anyone in this industry. I mean, like, business-wise. Personal-wise, there's a lot of cool people in the industry. Sure, system. absolutely. Yeah. But when it comes to business, people are trying to cut my throat every day. People, people would love for me to hear, that, like, Dojo write JSK out of business. People wake up, and they'll have a rock-hard fucking boner if they see that. 
you know, it, it happens. But I don't want to see that. People would rather see me go out of business than bring something innovative to this industry, bring something different, and fight for it. I fight for it. I pay for it. So I said, fuck the FDA. And they're like, Mr. Rostowski, we told these other brands and their lawyers, you're more than welcome to display what you want to say at the show. You're a paying customer, right? When I had nugs at PCA, PCA is like, no, you can't. Right, right, right. Can, or IPC, whatever the fuck it was called. I, and this is for the PCA. Please stop emailing me. I already told you, please don't email me again. <laughs> Four days in a row, you've emailed me to come to your show. I am not coming hey. to your show. Uh-huh. I'm generously, I'm saying nicely because I, when I told you that, you messaged me on Instagram. Leave me alone. They love you. No, they don't. They just want my money. <laughs> no, it, it, listen, like, I don't care if I lose my company tomorrow. I'm going to say how it is. They have done nothing for me. I think... Why, 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 why isn't... I think why part of the David, frustration... Why isn't Davidoff going? Why isn't JD going? I think part of the frustration that some people have, and we just had uh, Glenn Loop and Josh on the uh, show. Glenn Loop, Glenn Loop, and he knows this, and this is a true fact. Uh-oh. He came to my booth <laughs> and told me to shut the fuck up, and I go, I'm a paying customer. When I ask a question, I want an answer. I don't want to be told to shut the fuck up. When he came to my booth at TPE, he goes, hey, we're taking donations. Glenn Loop will verify this. I don't care. I will walk away from my booth. I'm broke. I have no money for you. I think part of the frustration, and we brought this up on the show recently, Risty, is those organizations should be fighting for all of tobacco. All tobacco. But they, Not a selective. They, they tend to, you know, I know they call themselves now the Premium Cigar Association. Premium. And that was sort of their loophole to not fight. But to me, that seems like it's hurt. Like, do you remember like a few years ago at IPCPR when they had vape and all that other sort of stuff? Like the yeah. show was booming. I get it. Floor space is floor space. It's, it's they, money. They cut that out, and now it's, you know, it's dramatically smaller, and they're struggling. It seems like that was yeah, I can a show you the map they sent me. It's, the show looks dead to me. So, anyways. Um, no, I mean, I mean... I, there's no other brand going to tell you this because you're afraid what's repercussions. I don't, I don't care about repercussions. There's no sales guy's going to tell you this because you're going to get fired from the brand owner. Honestly, I, I've paid my dues for the IPCPR. I stopped paying them because I got nothing out of it. You know what's the number one complaint I get from a shop hmm. about the PCA? They never return my phone calls. So I said to the PCA, when you can get more retailers to the show, return their phone calls, and then people, brands like me will show up. Why would I show up when I can give you as a shop, the exact same deal on a phone call from my back patio versus spending $40,000, $50,000, $200,000 on a booth. Right. I mean, come on. I mean, let's be real. It's a numbers game. Now, that would be different for you, I would assume, if you felt like they were fighting for your cause. You would... But they're not. They I know. I'm the same. But if, if you felt that way in your heart, yeah. that they were fighting for your cause, that I, would I'd, change that. I would give them ten grand every time they asked for it. Okay, right. So that's... That's what I'm. That's the point I'm getting at. Is yeah. is the the people that you know have a lot of investment in flavored stuff, infused and stuff. Those are the people that are not showing up this year. Exactly. So that it does seem Luke, to be Luke an Rothman issue. Luke Rothman said it, I think, on Abe's show, and no one believed. You know, he brought he 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 pointed out the elephant in the room. No one thought they. You know, okay, we're well, we're just going to focus on premium tobacco and fuck flavored. I mean, they probably didn't say fuck flavor, but they're just like, all right, let's put our money we're getting into this route. But we both know is cigar smokers, what are the top five selling SKUs in the world? Right. Flavor. Right, that's right. So why wouldn't you fight it, Not only that, Risty, but the, the, the flavored cigars, they, not, not it, only is it... It's a stepping it, stone into cigars. Right, not only, but not only that, and not only are they in the top five, but flavored cigars... Um, 
that's one of the main reasons that some of these companies can do the premium stuff that you like. Yeah, it funds because them. they subsidize. It's subsidized by the massive sale of infused and flavored cigars, which seems to be like you're. Uh, it's a bit short-sighted to ignore that massive s- segment of the market. Yeah, I, I mean, listen. If I was an organization, and I'm fighting for someone, and my biggest supporters are flavors, my biggest footprint are flavors. I'm going balls out for flavors. Hey, and let's, everything comes with it. Let's go to the audience, Mike, real quick. Scott, um, Scott Brayband, the owner of the coolest mobile lounge in, I used to say west of the Mississippi, but now that I've been east of the Mississippi so much. West of California. I'm going to say it's just the coolest mobile lounge it is. in nice. the western hemisphere. Scott, uh, talk a little bit about the, what flavored cigars mean to your business. That is. The largest Scott, selling. Scott, can we get you closer to the mic? Closer to the mic. Oh, Do I need? Oh, there we go. Ouch! Ouch. <laughs> it hurts right here, right here. No, flavored cigars, infused cigars, all that line, the acid lines, you know, all the different ones. Tatiana, you know, I carry the nugs in my lounge as Thank well. You. The hundred milligrams, they are my top sellers, hands down. That is probably, I dare say, sixty to seventy percent of my sales at any event that I go to. So with that being said, that's one thing that, you know, I've been frustrated about since the jump of that with the PCA. And that was one of those deals where I was like, I, they just, that's, I'm, they want me to be in it, but the majority of my sales are no longer something they're supporting. Right. So I think. And they won't come out and say either way. I'd, l- I'd love to actually hear them say yay or nay, we're not doing this. Or you we won't, are you won't do get this. a phone call back. The yeah, I'm just being a dick, but they won't call you back. Yeah, so that's definitely an issue that has to somehow... But uh, for the past year... Okay, so the show didn't go on last year, and everyone's like, how do we bring the show back? Bring your retail customers back. If retail shows back up, every brand will pay that fee to be there. We're guaranteed sales. But like I said, like, you know, oh, uh, cigar exclusive at PCA. I Listen, I'm a consumer. So what's your formula to bring them back? Call them back and answer their question. I, there's a shop in New Jersey still waiting a phone call for four years ago of what the fuck can do with the lawyer because the county was trying to kick him out of their spot. And he's like, I called PCA at that time, I was PCR. Hey, what do I do? I need some help. Guess what? Never got a phone call back. So why would that guy pay the money to come back? Yeah, that's a good I mean, question. let's be real about it. I mean, I don't do cookie cutter fluff bullshit. Ask me whatever you want. I'll tell you what I want. If I want to talk about it, I'll talk about it. But that is a pet peeve of mine because I spent a lot. Look, I'm in Europe, right? I'm in 16 countries outside of the United States, right? You know how much help I've gotten outside of the United States out of all 16 countries? Plenty. An email. Mate, here's a platform. Fill out your, fill out your uh, EU documentation like this. Fuck it. No charge. Just so you can sell to my country. You know what's happening in the United States? I asked the PCA, listen, we got an SE. How do we fill out this SE? Uh, no response. Well, now you have a thousand fucking brands trying to do an SE, all different. And other brands are like, don't follow your SE. Listen, I can't cut a million dollar check like you can cut a million dollar. And this, I told this brand this. You can cut a million dollar check every fucking day. I can't cut a million dollar check every day. So I'm going to file my SE based on my knowledge. Well, what if your SE fucks up my SE? Well, let's all work together. The whole, and I said this in a, uh, Thor's magazine. Uh, fuck, what is it? Cigar, cigar, and pre- cigar Press. Oh. 
I quote it. The biggest bullshit in this industry on my side is B-O-L-T, brother of the leaf. There's no brother leaf between manufacturers. There's brother leaf between consumers. This is brother leaf what we're doing right now, sitting down, having a good time. Every, this is awesome. But this don't happen between manufacturers. Manufacturers are seeing another guy fucking choke and die. Great. I just gained 1% of sales from this guy because he went out of business. Now, a lot of guys, Risty, I'm going to challenge that a bit. Who? Uh, a lot of guys would say that that isn't true, that manufacturers do help one another. What, five? I'm just five saying. Ye- five you know, ye- I talk to them all a lot. And is, is it because you got, do the CBD and the, and the THC stuff? Maybe they're scared of that? that I don't know. Well, this was before that. I got from one manufacturer help in the United States. And that's because I was in Europe talking with him. And we both saw what was going on in Europe. And I go, what, what's happening in Europe right now is coming to the United States. So the SE equivalent process is the same process that goes up in Europe right now when you get a file. Mm. I took a week off work and literally spent 18 hours a day doing my own paperwork in Europe. Approved. So I apply the same template to the U.S. I got denied. I got a rejection letter on Christmas Eve on my nugs. I, they couldn't wait any other fucking time to tell me to reject, so they told me on Christmas Eve. That's how I looked at it. I was like, great, awesome. I spent so much time, they told me to go fuck myself. But I applied the same process. Nowhere, anywhere else. I'm like, listen, how are you guys doing it? You know, let's, let's collab. I'll fly in. Dude, I'll get on a plane and have a conversation with you if it's worth my time. No one, no one replied back. Well, I mean, it, this is happening, and this is everyone right now in this industry is selling every fucking cigar they can before the FDA comes out on September 8th because they know a lot of these brands are gone. Bye. Right? Right. So, um, all right, so let's move on. Uh, we've, sorry, we've killed sorry for that. making no, a controversial no, show, no, man. I like that. That was a great, that was a great segment. Um, so I think folks want to get to know uh, Risty. They want to find out what kind of guy you're like. And so, like, me and Jordan... We are uh, really into crypto lately. Oh God, here we go. And um, we, you know, we've made so we've, lately. We've I've made been a little money on crypto, but we're we're just tinkering. You might be into it. What do you make of of this? It seems to be, you know, all you know. Everybody talks about. Some people absolutely hate it and mock so, you on Facebook. Other people uh, love and, it. And I will, I, I will address that. <laughs> I've been accepting cryptocurrency as payment for cigars since 2016. Wow, that's I, amazing. I've been called a fucking retard, right? <laughs> and no offense, but to the guy who called me a retard, he just posted six months ago, oh, we're taking cryptocurrency as payment now, too. Oh. So he can go fuck himself. He's in Texas. <laughs> he knows who he is, right? I told people this. See, Texas. So, like, I do IT. So, this, Risty is, I'm hardcore culture. I love my country where I'm from, my family's from, right? Um, family first, business, and then whatever comes after that, right? I make sure my kids, you know, are taught right, live right. Uh, my wife, she'll tell you, whatever my wife wants, you know, I'll make sure it happens. You know, we might not agree a lot of times, but, you know, it's just like, it is what it is. But as far as cryptocurrency, it's the future. It, uh, you can't say, I will tell you, okay, I will tell you the craziest cryptocurrency personally, Right? I bought a thousand crypto coin bitcoins when it was one dollar. Wow! So this was in two thousand fifteen, and I did this on the Silk Road when Silk Road and they were selling drugs, right? So at this and God, 
I don't even want to fucking tell the story about that story. <laughs> right? Uh-oh. So I bought $1,000 worth of crypto, right? Okay. 1000 Bitcoin. Bitcoin. And at that time, it was tied to your MAC address on your computer. It wasn't, there was no physical wallets at the time. Some people actually got a coin with a hardware ID on it, right? I bought $1,000 worth of Bitcoin, 1,000 coins, just to buy some fucking drugs. So the, now when you bought the 1,000 coins, was it actually 1,000 Bitcoins yes, or is it just a portion? I, no, I owned 1,000 Bitcoins, oh my God. right? Holy. But I never went and bought anything. Right, and this was with my previous company before I worked for the government. I worked for a Fortune 100 company. I worked for the 26th richest man in the world. Right, my coins were tied onto this machine, my computer at work. I ended up leaving that company. Right, Uh-oh. and at this time, Bitcoin was one dollar, okay. w- and then it went to hundred. I watched it go back to ninety cents. So that's how involved I've been in crypto. I've seen everything. I'm sitting around. <laughs> and guys like, hey, you see, Bitcoin's like seven hundred fucking dollars. I'm like, holy shit, dude! I got a thousand fucking uh, fucking coins of these motherfuckers are seven hundred dollars. And at this time, there's no wallet, so I call the company. Say, hey, uh, my computer. <laughs> like, I'd like to buy my old computer from you. Hey, look, oh, we threw that in Chicago oh. dump last year. So if you find my computer in the uh. Chicago dump, there's a thousand <laughs> bitcoins. What's Bitcoin? Bitcoin's probably thirty six thousand. So it's there's thirty six million dollars in the Chicago dump somewhere. Oh no, that, yeah. that is honestly. I hate uh, telling that story, but I do crypto uh, a lot, and I, you know, I that made, actually hurt. When it you hurts, dude. When you it told hurts. me that, it story. got up to sixty thousand. Yeah, sixty-four thousand. Uh, so I, ninety percent of my messages right now are cryptocurrency <laughs> and tobacco. <laughs> yeah, and I, you know, just yesterday, you guys are like, "What do I do? What do I do?" And I was like, uh, "Bitcoin Cash, B- uh, BCH, uh, became one of the only coins to get mined by a Raspberry Pi, which is fucking dirt cheap, like forty-five, fifty fucking dollars." Versus paying you know, four to five thousand dollars for a machine to mine a currency, that's huge. I bought Bitcoin Cash again at like six seventy, six hundred seventy bucks a coin. It shot up to like seven forty five. I sold it. You know what I'm saying? So stuff like that. You know, I, I I dabble in it still. It hurts me when I do it because like, <laughs> of that. And the <laughs> f- most fucked up thing is like, <laughs> it would hurt me I, too. I, I, dude, I've had, I have uh, <sighs> I've made some people a lot of money in Europe on this tune, and also in the U.S. As far as like you know. Uh, Advice and a lot of them are like whatever the fuck you want, we'll get sent it to you. Now, uh, uh, Dogecoin or Doggy Coin, however you want to say it, is I'll tell you this horrible story about that. At one point, I owned nine point seven million Dogecoins. Oh, you're kidding, dude! Yeah, now, come on, now. Two thousand seventeen, I owned really over, over nine million fucking. And my wife will come up because she knows the Bitcoin story. She's like, "Hey, what's Bitcoin first today?" Like, Shut <laughs> <the fuck> <laughs> <up."> <laughs> she knows it. She knows it because I've probably lost on. Stupidity, a hundred million dollars. So, but here's here's the question I want to ask you. All right, whatever uh, Dogecoin is, whether it's a serious thing or a joke or a meme coin or whatever, th- there was a time this year in 2021 when you could make a lot of money on it. I bought it at four cents. Right, I bought it under a penny. Yeah. So before Christmas. But there's this certain type of person, and they're on Facebook. And they seem to know better that we shouldn't be, you know, dabbling in Dogecoin because it's a meme coin or whatever. And my argument to them is, this is moronic. Like, if, if, you, were my, if you were my financial advisor, mm-hmm. and just for whatever reason, you didn't allow me to, you know, get a 36 times return on my I'll investment. Fire, I'll fire you as my financial exactly. advisor. Exactly. Like, 100%. I don't care what it is. It could, it could be, you know, like a bamboo shoots. I don't care. Like, whatever <laughs> it is, so if I can make a bunch of money on it, I want to make money on it, right? 
So, okay, so I'll give you a gist of what I've invested in. XLM. XLM is a company that I bought under 10 cents at the time. It was, I think I bought it like one, one or two fucking pennies. And it's like 38 to 40 cents now. It goes up and down. But when you have a cryptocurrency that partners with IBM, that's huge. So you buy it. You don't ask questions. You buy it. Uh, XRP. XRP did a study with the Federal Reserve did a study with XRP in 2015 as a possibility to replace SWIFT. So when other countries consolidate banking with each other, it takes a week. Why wouldn't you use something that takes a second? Right. Right? But that's coming to the point right now. I've been XRP since it was like 16 cents. Uh, Litecoin, I bought Litecoin when it was a dollar. Litecoin goes up and down. It was like 300, 400 bucks a couple weeks ago. It's maybe 130 something now. What do you think of Ethereum? Do you think Ethereum, Ethereum is trash? Is going to flip? And I will tell you why oh, it's trash. Oh, I, I, really? Wow. ETH is trash. And I'm going to tell everyone that's investing in ETH. Okay. Right now. ETH in 2017 <laughs> got killed by a fucking program called Cats. People made Cats and it blew up. Their platform failed. Any person that knows IT, and once your backbone fails, you're done. Wow, you're trash. interesting. E- ETH is trash. What do you think it's, about Cardano? Cardano's trash too. Cardano, Cardano was with uh, ETH left, but then he got called a scam in 2016. And I bring this up to people. I had Cardano when it was under a penny. I sold it because an interview he did back in the day, he got called out a con, con artist. And he couldn't reply back a, a solid answer why he's getting called a con artist. Like you couldn't rebuttal it. Mm. I, so I just sold it. Great. It's like a buck 40, buck 45 now. I had it at a penny. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> If, if guys that are watching, uh, they, so I will tell you, I'm, what would you what would you I'm, I, I, invest in? I right now? physically mine Thea, T H E T A, which is a YouTube replacement, it's a decentralized YouTube replacement. I mine that actively. I actively mine Helium too, the Lorai network. I have miners set up to mine that. Why? I tell people, everything looks great on paper. There's a new co- I can pay five hundred dollars and we can make Dojo Coin tomorrow. Okay, and let's it can do be, it. it can, we, honestly, we can next week if you want. And we can say we, we can do a th- we can do a, <laughs> a trillion <laughs> fucking coins. It costs you five hundred bucks to do that. Every day there's a hundred new coins coming out. Someone's paying five hundred bucks, and it's a pump and fucking dump. Mm. Look at the tech. I'm I I'm IT first. I look at white papers. If there's no tech, I don't invest in it. What I just told you, Thea, Samsung is putting in every TV themselves for the past year. Okay. Helium is uh, low frequency, 900 megahertz between, you know, uh, you know uh, everyone's got water meters in their house. Everyone's got electrical panels in their house. So it's a device that like, a company can say, let me get the specs on all the whole city. Where, where do you live? Lakewood? Mm-hmm. Let me get all Lakewood specs. They get it right then. So why wouldn't you mine in a company who has real tech versus a company that comes out like, like okay, I bought Shiba because Shiba... I yeah. figure if a thousand fucking idiots bought it, I can fucking 100x <laughs> my money. Same thing with Dogecoin. There's no tech. And the guy who has, you know, the owner of Dogecoin, there's no physical value. It, the only physical value is what mean you put on it. It's the right. same reason why would we spend $100 on a cigar. Right. Same th- but a- at the same time, if you... If you can make money on it, if make you can money make money on it. On it yeah, right, right. sell it. Exactly. Don't put your heart into it. Yeah. If you see your numbers go up, you know, 2,000%, sell it. Right. Karen Coin, guys. Karen Coin. That's, we can do Karen Coin. That's Jordan's, that's Jordan's new one. Uh, Risty, just the last question about crypto, and then we'll move on because I know a lot of people are probably like, what are they talking about? But 10 years from now, how do you see this developing? 
uh, 10 years from now, every kid's going to be born with a wallet. Mm. So you, you do believe your, that this will start to take over? Your social security number is going to be a wallet. I honestly believe that. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I honestly believe that. Your social security number is going to be a, a digital wallet. Which one do you think will be the coin that is actual just tr- currency that we just trade with one another? Not, not something that's like a platform uh, like uh, Ethereum. Between people or between banks? I would say between people. Like if I want to send my dad some money, you know, uh, what would I send Honestly, him? Dodgecoin, because Elon Musk is pushing it. Everyone's like, oh, Elon Musk can't do that. SEC has no control over cryptocurrency. Uh, Floyd Mayweather is getting sued right now over a stock he pumped and dumped, but he's not getting sued over a cryptocurrency he's pumped and dumped. Mm. SEC suing Floyd Mayweather because he dumped. Because it was an actual real, stock. It was a real stock that was, you know, commodities and everything on it. Right. Cryptocurrency is wild, wild west. And it doesn't seem like th- they'll av- they'll be able to... Uh, they will. Uh, what, what happens... So. We're all IT guys. Are you an IT guy? Not really. I'm an IT. I'm an IT guy. I know, I, so what's I, in the news right I now? I know. I know how to work a VCR. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope so. Scotty, <laughs> uh, what's in the news these days? Ransomware, right? Okay. Ransomware's been around for a long time. Sure, of course. But people are seeing more ransomware now because they're publicizing ransomware. So what's going to happen with ransomware is the FBI and the IRS is going to say, "Oh, we need to stop cryptocurrency in the U.S. because ransomware. They're asking for one hundred fifty thousand dollars in Bitcoin." I, I work for a county that didn't get hacked in the state of Indiana. The county next to me, on both sides, both got hacked, and it was a hundred fifty thousand dollars ransom. We didn't get hacked. I just know my shit, and I called both IT directors. I think I remember you posting something about that on Facebook. When, when you hire cheap IT, is that's what you get. Yeah, I teach you the most funded department in any company. All right, so quick uh, nugs update for those uh, keeping score at home. I gotta say. Uh, not just because Risty's sitting here, but there's a nice sweetness to the cigar that I'm enjoying. Yes, there is a, a, a strange, uh, a little bit of a flavor, but it's not off-putting in any sort of way. Um, but I do like uh, the little bit. I'm, I'm a sucker, Risty, for a little sweetness on my tongue, like yeah. when I actually taste the tobacco. And the the, the flavor of this tobacco is very nice. Um, and How's so, the rotator cuff? The rotator cuff? Oh, my God. <laughs> I hope the hockey game is tonight, it's Jordan. Slapping this tomorrow because I'm gonna be I'm gonna be ready to go. Hey, Risty, I got a question for you. There's been a lot made lately about some of these videos of uh, we we would normally call them UFOs, unidentified flying oh. objects. Never in our history uh, of Probably. the United States has the federal government sort of hinted and released sort of these types of things and actually led people on to the notion that. That maybe this is something that's not just a yeah, figment well, of our imagination. I want to know, what do you make of all this? Do you be- what do you think is going on? We see these uh, videos from uh, oh, man, you know people are gonna think I'm fucking from nuts, jets man. and stuff, and their infrared cameras. I, I look at it like this. You ever watch Bob Lazar? Bob Lazar. You know who no. Bob Lazar is? No, right? I don't. So Bob Lazar is he worked at Area Fifty One. He talked everything about it. Okay. And Bob Lazar was on Joe Rogan last year, and everything he talked about was true. So. What I think is going on right now, it, our economy is so fucked right now, right? True. They're trying to skew anything from everyone looking at it. So, yeah, they're just going to say, yo, there's an alien next week. Look at Fauci. He lied for everyone for a whole fucking... It's not in the news. He just so, said, they just said, oh, uh, the previous president's supporters are still talking shit about you. Well, yeah, because you fucking lied to everyone. So there will be like, oh, the UFO... They're just skewing it. So you believe this is a distraction? Yes. Look, it's a bird over there while shit's happening over here. Now, why, if I asked you the more uh, pointed question, 
do you believe that there is intelligent life outside of Earth? What would you say? Uh, I would I would say when you when you hit the light at the end of the tunnel, you're coming out somewhere else. <laughs> okay. Now then, um, why couldn't it be real? Why think, couldn't it be? Well, I think it is real. Like, uh, look at technology. But you said it was a, a, but look, a distraction. Look, look, but look at technology point, right? Okay. Roswell, right? There was nothing before Roswell. But then, like, the advancement of technology and manufacturing, like, 100 times, as, 100 times itself as far as, like, innovation. So is there something that, you know, maybe, hey, you're doing this wrong or, you know. Yeah, I think, I think there's another. There's something else out there that's helping other people that we don't know about. Do you believe what happens to Risty when he breathes his last breath? I wake up somewhere else as a fucking savage. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. No, come on. Now, like, what do you no, think? No, I mean, I, I mean, in, in all honesty, going reincarnation. Risty here? passes away. Is it just like before you were born? Nothing. There's nothing. It's nothingness. Or I th- I think is there I, an I th- afterlife? What? I think what I do, why I do, and how I do it is because if I go, people will still talk about me. As being one of the realest motherfuckers in the game. So now what you're saying now is, for you, your consciousness would be gone, but other people would carry on your legacy talking about yeah. what, what, how much they loved you. I would hope so. You'd hope so. Not, yeah, you want to leave mean, a yeah, legacy. I mean, right? I, I, uh, most rappers ain't shit till they die, right? Yeah. Most, pa- most artists aren't shit till they die. I would say there is, there's more. There's more after we go, but I don't know. Maybe, that's a topic maybe, for another maybe, show. Maybe, maybe a red night tour <laughs> might be worth a hundred dollars one day, like a, yeah. a Davidoff cigar. I don't yeah. know. We could talk about all this after the show. Yeah. Uh, Jordan, it's time for our weekly top Whoa! three. Weekly top three. Weekly top three. This week's weekly top three. Risty is the three things that you hate the most about summertime. Now, summertime for me is the great... Uh, I'm going to talk a little so bit... you have dry heat. We, we don't. I know. I'm going to talk a little so that you can think while I'm right, talking. Let me marinate on it. So, I, summer to me is what I wait for all 10 months out of Colorado's <laughs> year. Nine for the Midwest. We have like a two-month span where there's, there's really amazing weather here in no. Colorado. And, the, and it's amazing. I love summer. I love the heat. I love everything about it. Yes, it's a dry heat, Risty. So my first thing that I would say that, that I hate about summer is it's way too short. But what are three things that you dislike about summertime? That, wait, that was like a, when in you're in like an, a job interview and they're like, What's your weakness? And you're like, uh, I care too much. When you when you comp when you make when you turn it into a positive, <laughs> that's exactly what I just did, Jordan. Yeah. You are a very perceptive <laughs> producer because this is, that's ex- this is why he's hosting. Exactly. This. Yeah. Uh, no, but honestly, I don't, I don't think you three things, but it could because like for, I barbecue year round. But for me, summertime is like it's very hard to enjoy a cigar in the summertime. Mm, it's just too humid like where you, you're at. Like, you want to go outside, but you have to go back Now, outside. tell everybody where you're from. Uh, Northwest Indiana. I was born and raised in Gary. Uh, I live in Hebron, Indiana. It so it's really humid there. Humid as fuck. Yeah. It's At nighttime, humid. the sun goes down, it just gets worse. Like, a uh, prime example, I was giving, uh, a smoking uh, 7x48 Crowlet on the way from the Springs, and it was getting dry. And I told my wife, like, you know, same concept. It's too dry to smoke cigars here during the summer. It just the cigar, you know, dries out as you're smoking it. Well, in the Midwest, 
cigar starts to swell up. It's sucking in all that moisture. Right. So it's hard to enjoy a cigar outside with, you know, friends and having a barbecue. I have to literally go back in my garage, close the garage door. You know, my garage is fully, you know, AC and cooled. So I, I hate summer because of that, because I smoke four or five cigars a day. I don't enjoy my cigars in the summertime. It's, too, it's just too humid. It's just too humid to smoke. You know, it's just... All right, so Jordan, I, I gave one. Risty gave one. Um, and so weekly top three, uh, you got to give one. I'm going to take the easy first one because we're all thinking it. Mosquitoes, come oh. on. <laughs> well, why haven't we just eradicated these guys from, at this point? I, you we, know, ha- we have the technology. In Brazil, they breed these mosquitoes, Risty, that, can't, that reproduce, but the babies then can't reproduce. They're... They so they can just wipe out we huge import swaths. I, they, I know. We, we could, we could we should start we could, a business importing mosquitoes let's from Brazil. Take them we could down. do that. We could do that. That's something that we should be doing. We don't, don't need them. I don't understand why we're not doing that. No, uh, Risty, uh, it's been a great conversation. Uh, we, we hit some serious topics and some not serious topics, but I hope you, you enjoyed. You didn't even ask me anything new coming out with my company. Uh, uh, I, well, I, we I, haven't finished yet. Oh, I, well, it sounds like you're closing I, right I, now. I am. I'm starting to close, and then I'm going to say oh. what's coming up next. <laughs> it's like the Let, you some crawl. Pay, pay Let, let a host here. Yeah. what you're saying. So what is coming up next? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, so I have a, a new THC blunt coming out, Z Skittles. Okay. Uh, it'll be out in a month. Wait, say the name again. Cherry Z Skittles. Cherry uh, Z Skittles. Yes. Uh, That's the perfect blue carpet name of a cigar. So what I do with that blend is I like to incorporate a lot of different marijuana strands, old school, new school, hot ones, old ones. You know, you know, like Cinderella 99 was a strand that was developed in Indiana. So there'll be a Cinderella 99 paying homage to where I was born. Uh, I have a new Corolla coming out. I'm actually okay. doing, a, I told you earlier, a three different blends, 7x48s in one box. That's an interesting concept, Concept putting the three different blends in one. Yeah, it's been uh, done before, but not that often. No, uh, you know, and I said earlier, the last one guy who did it was uh, Viaje with like, the Lanceros, which I bought that box, you know, as a consumer. And I thought that was a great release. Uh, I have something coming out that will uh, just piss off a lot of people. Good. Uh, I, someone approached me who used to be in the industry that got fucked over in the industry and kind of wants to fuck him back. Mm-hmm. So we're doing a c- c- cigar subscription where it's $50 plus shipping to your door for 20 cigars, premium cigars. Mm. Can so I guess who it is? You can guess all you want, but I signed the paperwork not to say. Sam Lucia. No, it's not Sam. Uh, Fred Rui. No. <laughs> Fred's with, Fred, Fred's, Fred's with uh, Cigar Fed. He's, he, no, it, it, it's a guy that was back in the day, and he's like, listen, right. he goes, they fu- I got fucked, I want to fuck him back. And I was like, what's your idea? He goes, I need someone to produce Carlito cigar. Fuente. <laughs> Boom. Just kidding. I wish Carlito was a... <laughs> uh, uh, a customer, but he's not. All right, so you are not going to PCA. No, not at all. Um, so then, in lieu of that, uh, you have your. Please stop emailing me. You emailed <laughs> me again today. You have your event that you do yearly. Uh, Ristafari, yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it's a great turnout. I have anywhere from. Uh, this year was about 150 people showed up. COVID. COVID, uh, pre COVID, we had about 300 people show up. Uh, I tell people what Ristafari is. Ristafari is. is is me saying thank you for supporting me as a brand, right? I charge $1, but people will give more than $1 because what I take with that money that I make, I give back. I buy coloring books. I buy winter gloves. I feel for churches, for schools, stuff like that. Mm. So when I tell someone, hey, $1 entry fee, you can eat and drink all you want. But they're like, what, what's the $1 going to? And I tell them that. Well, a lot of people, well, here's 100 right. Here's 50 Here's $20. Uh, 
It is, I release a uh, once a year cigar there. Uh, we do it at my buddy uh, John Rogers in Golden Leaf and Hobart, which is the first and only JSK exclusive lounge. Uh, he just opened up another lounge in Chesterton's full bar, great place. But uh, we have anywhere from 150 to 300 people show up at any given moment. And now, from all over the world. Too. Your your event reminds me the most of uh, the Espinosa Lazona Palooza event. Same concept, same style. It's right. just, it's just, I'm not looking, and I tell people, you, you can come to my event and buy five Perdomo cigars, which I hate. I that. love him. Well, no, he, he's one of the guys in the industry who doesn't like boutique cigars. And I will publicly say it, he blocked me five years ago. I don't give a fuck. He's not listening to this anyways. He's a great guy. Cool, cool story. <laughs> uh, but you can buy five Perdomo cigars in my event, and you can walk away with $1,000 of merchandise. So I, I support the shop. I tell people, buy anything in the store. If you buy my cigars, great. But buy anything else, you'll still get a raffle ticket. I'll still, I still promote other brands that don't like me at my event. Right. There's no other brand that'll do that and tell you that. Uh, Quentin's wondering pre-order on the Skittles. Is that a thing? Yeah, just hit my website. Hit the website, I guess. BucksReserve.com. Buck's <laughs> All right, brother. Hey, now, wait. Yes. Podcast question. Yes, podcast question. Where's that? Oh. Where's that deck? Oh, yeah, and we got to pick the winner, and we're going to let Risty pick the winner, but we have the podcast deck. We, what is that? This it looks, is, like it looks like a drinking game. It is. I don't <laughs> even know. This company sent this to me, and so I always uh, I pick one card and then I burn it after. So I have no idea what this is going to be. I'll, I'm going to actually. This is perfect because you're in studio. I'm going to let you pick your own card. You're not going to pull like a bird out of your ass, are you? No, I hope not. <laughs> All right. What's what is the question? What will people look back at us 50 years from now and be shocked and appalled by? Oh, wow. That's a that's a, that's, a good, that's, a, that's a really good question. Hopefully that is not real, crypto. I'm going to let you answer that first. <laughs> uh, 50 years from now, people will look back and be shocked and appalled by... Uh, um, I don't know, Jordan. That's a toughie. I, These questions are only for the guest. Yeah. For uh, me? It's definitely like cigar for cigar industry or just in general? Yeah, just to you in general. How do I say this? In general, I don't know. Uh, let's do cigar industry-wise. Uh, okay. The fact that everyone asked for money to help them to win a lawsuit, but they never did and fucked everyone in the industry. <laughs> okay, there you go. When there's three brands <laughs> left Boom. to get by. <laughs> All right, Risty, we had this contest. started yesterday. It was called the Take 5 Contest. Basically what it was was, tell me why you should not win this contest. Why you Who's shouldn't. sponsoring it? What brand? Uh, that's me. That's <laughs> okay. me. Uh, and you get, you get this... Uh, you get this uh, Five pack, but then Risty said, "I will." Oh, I'll give you a better five pack. It now, there, so there's going to be two winners. So I have three finalists. Okay. I'll pick one. You pick one. Okay, sounds good. And uh, you'll give one to to the one that you pick, and I'll pick one, and I'll give I'll send this to the one that uh, I pick. So Jordan, let's go through our uh, final. There was about two hundred or so entries, wow. and I went through them today, and I tried to pick ones that were kind of funny, uh, creative. People put some thought into them. Yeah, yeah. Let's hear them out. And so here we go. Jordan, narrow down to three. Narrow down to three. So number one uh, comes from Troy Kulian Kulianen. I, I can't. It's it's a tough name. He says I shouldn't I shouldn't win because if I get one more package of cigars in the mail, my wife said she'll divorce me. And then he says, "Please pick me." I got a story about my <laughs> That's wife. That's amazing. I literally started a cigar brand, and I'm buy, I'm still buying cigars as a nerd. My wife goes. You have your own company. Why are you buying cigars? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that was that was a good one. I like that. That was one. good. That was number one. Uh, number two is 
Uh, oh, I shouldn't be win because, uh, y- you know, the like, thing. That, <laughs> <laughs> that could have been executed a little bit better with today's, today's world. It's pretty good. I like it, though. I like it. That's uh, that Nick, Bert, Nick, Nick Bing. Nick Bing. Nick Bing. Okay. Very good. And then the final entry uh, for the Take 5 contest is, uh, so this one's a little bit longer. I shouldn't win because if I do, I will enter every giveaway with the expectation to win. Then I will expect to win, and I do not... And when I do not, I will become sad and cry, and I'm ugly crier. No one wants to see me with tears running down my face and shout and snot running down from my nose. A terrible sight indeed. Probably best to not let me win. Thus begin the vicious cycle. How many times do you think you rewrote that? Twelve, at least. Yeah. yeah. Twelve. But that was clever. So we have uh, three. I'm going to let you pick first out of the three. Um, I like I like the Biden one because I just hate Biden. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> Nick... Nick, Nick Bing, Bing. Uh, send me your address. I will hook you the fuck up. Nick Bing is the winner. Somebody can somebody note this down. Who the winners are? Uh, Nick Bing and uh, he's getting the wristies one. He's yeah. getting wristies. I'll hook him up. So uh, he's getting wristies, and I'm gonna pick. Um, I'm gonna pick the first one, uh, Troy. I shouldn't win because if I get one more package of cigars in the mail, my wife said she'll divorce me, which. Should, it could end there, but then he says, please. Troy, Troy I'll send me. you a five pack too because <laughs> I want to see your wife divorce you. So, Troy, I will send you these uh, cigars. Uh, congratulations, guys. What do you got in there? Thank you for entering. Don't forget to get in the Cigar BQ, uh playlist. Put your favorite barbecue cigars or songs. Uh, sorry, Jordan. On that. And Cigar BQ tomorrow, Risty. We're going to be barbecuing all day long. What are you cooking? Oh, Scott's got uh, what ribs. Okay. Quinn, you've got burgers. Beef, beef, beef with pork. Matt, you've Baby got back or spares. steaks. Okay. They can't hear. So steaks, pork, or uh, hamburgers, and 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 pork ribs, and then I'm going to bring some uh, barbecue uh, ba- beans. Babe, ba- smile. You're on camera. And stuff. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> it's the 11th annual cigar barbecue, guys. Wednesday night on Flavor Odyssey. Here's the pairing on Flavor Odyssey with Robbie and Randy. The pairing is the Espinosa Laranja Oscuro which is a very chocolatey cigar, and it's the chocolatey segment of Flavor Odyssey. With a, get this, Jordan, it's a cocktail called Batida de Coco, which is rum, it's (laughs) Batida de Coco. It's rum, coconut milk, coconut water, sweetened condensed milk, and toasted coconut. That's a lot of coconut It's a Essentially, it's, Risty, I don't know, it's it's a lot like a... uh, Pina Colada. I'm going to say this for the contest I ran in the beginning of the show. If you share this episode and I pick you, I will send you every box I sell to a cigar shop. Holy, Holy cow. Risty, now you're just, now, now you've been smoking the THC cigar, I think. <laughs> no, that's just how I am. You've been on that blue carpet. <laughs> I like to give back, bro. You know, like one of the coolest mm. things is uh, I did a fundraiser for my local church, right? And I ended up raising like $5,000. And it awesome. was all. What church, I, what church is that? My local church. Um, my daughter goes to Sunday school, right? And right. they were just, you know, I just helped them out. You know, Facebook's like, you want to donate to a cause. Well, I, I want to donate to a cause I know, so I picked my local church, and we ended up raising like five grand. Wow, right? that's correct. And the winner of that was, I think, was actually Quentin. And I sent him, I think, I want to say like 12 boxes of cigars. Jeez. And I think all he donated was like 20 bucks. So if you share this episode, right? Share it. Uh, give me a date. Next week sometime? Yeah. Wednesday. Wednesday. So Wednesday, I'll pick a winner. I have, let's see, four, eight, who, 
I'll send you 20 boxes of cigars. Oh, that's ridiculous. That's just ridiculous. I, Come on. I'm a ridiculous kind of guy. <laughs> a, sa- a, a, a sales guy can't come up with Now, guys, show. remember, this is between you and Risty. <laughs> no, sh- share this episode. Uh, you know what? We'll could be drunk. I don't so, know. No, like, we've I'm, given I'm, him some I'm, bourbon. I'm not drunk. It was delicious bourbon. But I'll let Jordan pick the winner on Wednesday. Oh, no. For, le- for hosting this great event. All right, Jordan's going to pick the winner. Jordan, Wednesday. Uh, tell me who I got to send 20 boxes And the winner to. is Jordan. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> I got lost in the mail. <laughs> uh, next week's uh, Smoke Night Live, Risty, is Omar from Fratello. Oh, no, Fratello. Yeah. He dude. is a cool dude. Awesome dude. Awesome dude. He's one awesome of the dude. he's one of the class. He's one dude I really want to see go far in this industry. Yeah, when he's he a did great the, guy. the beer was a couple days ago. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. He's a cool, he's, cool, he's, cool yeah, cat. He's, he's a really good dude. I don't talk to him as much in the States, but when we're overseas, I talk to him. Yeah. He's a really cool dude. Great guy. All right, support, folks. Support for Tele Cigars. Uh, Risty, Smoke Night Live, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the show. Remember, it's uh, Friday Night Herf, so don't forget, share what you're drinking, share what you're smoking, do some now playing all night on Dojoverse.com. We'll saying? be hanging out all night. What was that saying? Never smoke, smoke alone. alone. We'll see you guys next there week. You go. Is it fast? Oh, it's fast. What about the options? What about the options? It's got all the options. But, like, what about price? It's got to be expensive. Not expensive at all, man. JR's got the greatest deals on cigars and accessories. Check it out. Oh, wow. Look at these. Oh, look at that deal. It's a good price. What are you guys doing with my car? Your car? I thought this was your car. I thought it was your car. Why would it be my car? I don't know. It's not again. We'll get out, but I'm taking this with a JR on the go. No matter whose car you're in, JR Cigar is there for you.